I'm Steven. And I'm Sasha. And you're listening to Shut Up, I Love It. A podcast where we invite a guest to talk about something in life or pop culture that they feel passionate about, but the rest of the world is not impressed with. Yeah, that's usually what this podcast is, but... I don't know, if you're living under a rock, which <laughs> is probably a good place to be living right now, you may not know that uh, there's a bit of a situation going on across the planet right Yeah, now. there's, I mean, I, I envy you if you're not part of this situation. <laughs> but yet you are still listening to podcasts, <laughs> at least our podcast. <laughs> I'm impressed. I hope this person exists. Sasha, tell the people what we're dealing with. Yeah, we're dealing with an apocalypse that's Mm. changing our lives uh, completely. Changing our democracy, changing our health. Most importantly, changing the way that we do podcasts. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But we took on this challenge and we handled it greatly, I think. If for some reason it sounds like Sasha and I are recording in different places today, it's because we are. We are. Uh, I'm uh, at the studio. Mm-hmm. And I'm recording from my home in Hollywood. Wow. Los Angeles, California. Wow. No, that's impressive. Yeah, Sasha and I are practicing social distancing. Should we explain what's going on? So yeah. coronavirus is uh, right. taking over the world, sweeping across the planet, killing AKA people. A.K.A. COVID-19. A.K.A. COVID-19. And... Uh, Shit's happening. Like shit's ha- bad. Shit's happening. More and more bad shits happening every day. Reading the news is pretty daunting of a task, which we're yeah. all getting obsessed with. At least I am. What about you, Stephen? Yeah, uh, you know, it's every time you open up your local news app, uh, you find uh, a new, <laughs> uh, disturbing revelation about the virus and how. It is not being handled by our government. That's right. And that's just from a U.S. perspective. And the worst part of it all is the word viral is never going to be used in the positive sense. <laughs> you <laughs> You're never going to want to go viral think, again. I don't think so. You don't think that'll survive this? I, I think that's it for the word viral. Like it's, it's, that's interesting. It's peaked and it's, it's been just eradicated in that in that meaning let's bring in our guest because i want to know what she thinks about this as a medical professional uh you remember her from the episode about the film take me home tonight oh those were the days oh (laughs) she is megan baker and she's sitting right next to me because we are not practicing social distancing. No, we definitely, if if one of us has COVID, we both have COVID. And I mean, you guys most likely have COVID or have had it before. What do you think? Oh, don't tell my boss that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just being realistic because let's, let's talk about it. So each of us, each of the three of us is in sort of like a different way dealing with this or forced to deal with the current situation, right? Yeah. I, on my side, am practicing the most of, you know, social distancing, quarantining as Have possible. You, how much? So I would say people started quarantining for real about a week ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much have you left the house since then, Sasha? I have gone outside to walk my dogs once a day and always it. staying 
in a safe distance, six feet uh-huh. from um, neighbors who became very friendly. We all became extremely friendly. That's like, if we're going to talk about positive sides of this horrible situation, that's one of the things. People became really nice. So we always say hello, but it's always very distant. I will say like the first day that we started quarantining, I like walked outside. I was going to take my run in the morning and a person who I've never seen before walking their dog like happily waved at me. I was I like, know. I don't know who the fuck you are. But they were just so grateful for you being they- for my presence yeah (laughs) and so um i've been walking dogs and occasionally i would go on the run like every other day around rose bowl where it's hard to keep the given distance but i haven't been Mm. there since safe in place order that was sunday three three days ago yeah this this recording is happening on march 21st saturday we'll pull back the curtain on that yeah we usually are very protective of our evergreen episodes but this is not so evergreen my friends no this is topical about as topical as it gets (laughs) and so yeah so safe in place was probably three days ago issued by garcetti and Mm -hmm. um yeah i haven't been to rose bowl since but i might go running somewhere else where i feel like there's a safe distance going on so those my only like outings that i feel like completely so far within the recommended slash enforced suggestions from the government. So then have you guys been subsisting on food and amenities that you had already? Uh, Jay like has always been ready for apocalypse. Like the great, one of the great things about Jay is that he always knew the society will collapse (laughs) and why he wasn't exactly a prepper that's sort of anticipating it. He always had like a backup plan. Like he always had enough water in case there's an earthquake to like for mm-hmm. us to sustain ourselves for a long time. And so we just needed to do more shopping. <laughs> and uh, like while it was still okay, like I feel like we freaked out because of Jay's like seeing into the future earlier than most people freaked out. So we got into the stores earlier than like majority of the people and got what we needed enough for probably four months. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. And so, and so, and luckily we have like shelf space and stuff to keep all this food. And a lot of it is like pasta and beans. But uh-huh. recently we started like looking into like grocery deliveries. We still haven't ordered any of that. Yeah. Um, but because I feel like that's, you know, one of the ways you can get the virus. Another question that I feel like is have I had the virus? And Jay's convinced that he's had it. Yeah, you told me about a week ago that he was not feeling well. So he's convinced that he's had the virus, Hmm. which is not unusual because he works with a lot of people, a lot of background actors. So like just the crew of Superstore, plus a lot of background actors. That's like hundreds of people using the same bathrooms, you know, touching the same plastic utensils when they grab it from the craft service. And so if there was... Eating ass during breaks. Yes, yes. (laughs) And if there's one person that had COVID, like say, like they must have all gotten it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I've gotten, so the way we think and we hope, because then it sounds like the worst may have been like, may may be over for us, like on the health level. Yeah. Like we hope that what happened is that I got this earlier than him, 
which then means that I gave it to some people for sure. But I was asymptomatic because I had mm-hmm. a headache, which I did mention to you, Stephen, I remember, that lasted for five days and it was unprecedented and was like a really strange headache that kept around my head, like moving. And I felt kind of mm-hmm. weak, but it wasn't like cold or flu at all. I wasn't thinking of it like that. But Jay got the same symptoms like 10 days later, which totally mm-hmm. fits into the common incubation period. Megan's nodding, which is very important because she's the medical professional in the room. And um, <laughs> and, we, and Jay got the same symptoms, except he was feeling like weaker and like had like this cold sweat. They kept like, and he had like, having hallucinatory dreams as he described. So I don't know what it was, but he said there's nothing that he had before. And he's convinced that he had the virus. And so by now, if he was the one that brought the virus in, I should have gotten it, we think. So yeah. it's all very questionable. So I'm more concerned with giving it to other people if I had it mm-hmm. or if I'm still capable of passing it on than getting it. But there's still a high chance that I could get it and maybe get it again because obviously there's still no proof of the virus even could be mutating enough that I could get it again. Yeah, the downside about this that it's it's a virus where there's just no rules. No one knows anything. So like, yeah, any symptom, it's just really hard to tell. Like they have the basic requirements for to get tested, but like those are just what they've come up with so far. It's all kind of random. Well, and even if you meet those symptoms, you're not necessarily going to get a test. So And and like you shouldn't be getting tests if you're feeling okay right because those tests are better be saved for someone in the dire situation they won't give they just won't give them to you i mean maybe if you're a rich person i just imagine that i'm like if someone any any celebrity probably could get a test that they wanted because they have the ways but like emergency rooms will only test you at this moment in time if you have a fever of 100.4 and a productive cough so I'm just curious, like, like say Idris, right? Like Elba, like when he got it, for sure it was like they were checking everybody on the film set before starting the production. And so that means they used a lot of tests to check on healthy people, I assume. Yeah, well, uh, another quote-unquote celebrity who posted an Instagram video uh, coming out as having COVID was uh, Daniel Day Kim, who was an actor on Lost. Uh, uh, speaking of previous episodes, previous episode, who was he on it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he. Uh, I don't. He wasn't even in the finale, so you didn't even see him. Okay, but he, yeah, he got a test, and he said he's he has it, but he's completely asymptomatic, and he got. He it's was like, able how to do you get that test, buddy? A, right? Someone on a set that he had been on had tested positive, so he had this uh-huh. exposure. And I so, guess that's another side of it, but right. So if you're exposed, you have, Megan, like if you're exposed, can I come in and be like, I've been exposed for sure. Give me a test or that doesn't work either. So, yeah, at least at least from the hospital I work at in our area, it's not there because they're so essentially who they're letting into the emergency room after like if they test you and you are positive, the only reason to go is if you are worried you're going to die or like you have bad symptoms pretty much what they're doing because of their limited bedsides bed size like how many they have is that say you test positive but you are asymptomatic they're just going to send you home and tell you to self-quarantine because there's nothing they can do for you at the hospital because like you (laughs) could just like you if you had it just come out of it fine and just be self-quarantine and not infect other people and what did you say megan is the temperature that's you must have to be 
tested. Currently, currently it is at you have to have a hundred point four, not one oh four, but a hundred point mm. four to qualify Which is not that it, high. with a productive cough. It has to be those two things. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, it's not that high, it's but it's not something. that high. It's thirty eight in Celsius, guys. That's not a big deal. But interesting. <laughs> well, I feel like I could get that temperatures doing like a hundred push ups and then run in. Well, my, my job right now at the hospital to Go into work, they test your temperature, and you just have to not have any fever. You have to be totally normal to which go in. I heard Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, which was doing for a while before letting people in the show. Exactly. Right? Yeah. They were trying to do that. And that didn't last because... It didn't save my job. It didn't save your job. Uh, yes. My condolences well, to Megan. Uh, this is good chance to pivot into what megan is please. doing during the quarantine please situation. tell us more how do you know so much about the hospital <laughs> situations what's happening well, because unlike sasha megan and i are not uh well cl- sheltering quarantine. in place uh because uh, we can't or safe in place you're not safe <laughs> no <laughs> no so megan let's what, be clear none of your... us are safe and then we can no. pivot no All one's right. ever safe no. Uh, Tell us, Megan, what's going on? What's your What's your COVID nineteen situation so far? Uh, well, one of my jobs fired me because it closed. Uh, yeah. But then my other job is I work at a doctor's office. I'm a receptionist, among other things. Uh, but you're also studying to be a nurse. Yes, which also has stopped because all school has been canceled for the moment. <laughs> Have you learned so we- anything by now that you can use in this fight with the virus? No. Great answer. Keep going. <laughs> uh, so I go into work right now, uh, though um, on Friday, our, my last day that I worked, um, we are now no longer seeing patients in in the office. We're trying to do all stuff online, all online consultations, which normally not all insurances cover. But like if you check with your insurance and you call them, a lot of them are making huge exceptions for this. So, you know, if this is just a PSA for if someone needs to talk to a doctor, you probably could get it covered by your insurance. Just like verify it with them. So, but yeah, but, um, so it's a doctor's office inside a hospital, correct? Yes. So, and the, what is it? The general practitioners? Yes. General practice. Mm-hmm. But you see also like the emergency care as you walk inside the hospital, correct? Uh, so the hospital has two buildings, and so like there, one building is like ER patients, like anyone who's staying there long term, and the other part of the hospital, which they do do some like admitting and small surgeries as well as like CT scans and stuff like that. That's where my doctor's office is. So it's all kind of connected, but they were I'm somewhat separate. It's not like I'm seeing any patients. We like even last week we stopped seeing anyone who was critical, like anyone who was sick. Pretty much, our doctor was like you can't risk coming in um, just purely because we don't want to get sick. But then also like if someone in the hospital, of course would be immunocompromised. Like you have a sick person walking around and you're just not sure. So we were only seeing people mostly who needed like prescription refills. Have you seen any shit just passing by like somebody on the street as you were walking in after you parked your car or anything like that? Well, it doesn't help that I walk to work and don't drive. <laughs> uh, but there's not a ton of people on the street, so that's no. kind of helpful. Yeah. Uh, people so are the- listening to the orders, more or less, I'd say. 
Yeah, traffic's been pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you, what a I'd say transition into y- you, I think. <laughs> yeah, because un- unlike me, like our my job has been mostly sanitizing an office space, so I'm mm. constantly like working with sanitizer and wipes and and all that kind of stuff. And you are going into like grocery stores and stuff like that. So let's see. Uh, going into this recording, I thought Megan is in the f- Megan is in the front. Like in the battlefront, you know, holding the mm-hmm. uh, weapon and uh, trying to murder the monster that's trying to kill us all. Instead, she has got her spray bottle. She's practicing great hygiene, uh, getting those phone calls of freaked out patients. But Steven, Steven is the one that's facing COVID on a daily basis. So tell us what's going on, Steven. Yes. Well, so for listeners who don't know, I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the show, but I do grocery delivery, you know, to pay the bills. And uh, that is certainly not work that has stopped. I I guess that's still considered an essential service. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I go out there every day and I sit in a Whole Foods parking lot waiting for orders to come in. I go into the Whole Foods uh, which, for the most part, the Whole Foods uh, around town have been doing a pretty good job of uh, limiting the number of people allowed in at a certain time. How many time. would be the Whole Foods in Glendale, where I, which I think you go to, right? Well, so I my main location is the Whole Foods on Fairfax and 3rd Street, because that's nice. the closest one to me. Um, but that one has been pretty slow this week. I'm not, I don't know why... Um, hmm. there's been a lot of people there to shop for themselves, but not uh, as many big orders for me to go out and deliver. Interesting. So it hasn't been so as you're lucrative. you're saying it's specific to that location. Well, yeah. So then I decided to go check out the one of the, I think there's two Whole Foods in Glendale, but the, but one, uh, where I usually go sometimes. And, uh, that one has been there have been fewer people in the store and more deliveries for me to do. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know why. That Whole Foods also services like out to Studio City mm. and North Hollywood mm-hmm. and Burbank as well. So maybe that's why there's more deliveries. And I'm I think they sure. have a certain map to where they can deliver because we were trying, right. I think, to use that particular Whole Foods and they were saying they won't deliver to us. Really? I think that's the that's latest I heard from Jay. Well, you should call up Steven. He'll deliver to you. <laughs> uh, well, so that's the thing is I, I will not go into a grocery store to shop. I, f- I refuse. Mm-hmm. But I will go in to pick up a bunch of bags and take them to, to other people. Because that's the good thing about how Whole Foods works is they have mm. the people who do the shopping and the people who do the delivering totally separate. Who are the people and, who are doing the shopping? Are there Whole Foods employees? They're Amazon employees, uh-huh, right? But that also, Whole Foods belongs to Amazon, so sure. those Whole Foods employees are Amazon employees. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, we all work for Jeff Bezos. Uh, Shout out! Yeah, he's a listener. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's the doctor I work for. <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon, uh, Jeff Bezos. I mean, what uh, if it all comes out that Jeff Bezos created the virus? I would not be surprised. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I mean, start thinking about it, listeners, because it could be true. Well, speaking of that, I heard... my So my best friend that I grew up with in Russia, in Siberia, is a doctor. And she was saying that the official story on Russian television is that 
the virus was created in the laboratory in China to basically, oh. yeah, release upon the world. Great. I don't know if this is the only one channel saying it. There's other channels that are not saying it, but that's like the one thing she heard. Uh, that was a week ago, so I don't know what's what's happening now. But yeah, yeah. Is that is that channel the Fox News of Russia or is it the CNN of Russia? There's no CNN of Russia. I don't <laughs> think there is. I mean, there's probably an underground. I think definitely like a radio station that's always been very liberal compared to everything else. I don't know about the television how it works there. I doubt there's something that's allowed to you know, exist of that sort. I mean, I'm surprised that Trump is not explicitly saying that kind of thing yet. I'm sure he will soon enough. Yeah, I mean, he's building up to it, surely. Right. So <laughs> far, calling it the Chinese China, virus. Or the China virus, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say I'm surprised Trump hasn't <laughs> extended all his term limits like like Putin. <laughs> well, that I'm surprised he hasn't tried to delay the general election yet. Yeah. I'm sure that's coming. Uh so, um, Stephen, you uh, won't touch the food at the store, so to say. You just get the bags, probably with the recyclable glo- gloves, or how does it work for you? I I probably should use, but the thing about gloves is those are single-use gloves. Single-use. You'd ha- you have to replace those gloves every time you touch a thing, which is not cost-effective. Also, I don't, I don't want to go into a store to buy gloves. Mm-hmm. The buying food is really just like, I don't want to get in that mess. Because mm-hmm. that's so, so many people in the grocery stores trying to buy whatever they can. I don't want to even look at a checkout stand. Um, so yeah, I'll get I get the bags. Uh, you know, I uh, deliver them to people's homes. I don't disappear before there is an eye contact. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes people will come up through a screen door and say, you know, hello. But for the most part, I'm not knocking on any mm-hmm. doors because I don't want to tempt anyone yeah. with that kind of uh, social interaction that they might be craving. Uh, the problem is if someone orders alcohol, I have to scan their ID. Mm. Have you done so that? A couple times in the last few days, yeah. One guy put held his ID up to the window so I could scan it through there. But another guy yesterday just walked Give you out a the hug. front door. he's like here take my id (laughs) he wanted to prove that he's not afraid but it's like dude don't do that don't do that this is not about ego everybody i mean yeah i'm just hoping that people when they receive the bags that i'm delivering i'm hoping that they are unloading the groceries and immediately disposing of the bags and washing their hands you know, I, I, I absolutely feel bad if I am carrying it, but the problem is I can't afford not to work. Mm-hmm. I wish I could, and neither, you know, not, neither of us can. Mm-hmm. We got to pay our rent. Yeah, we lucked um, out with uh, a bunch of food and a couple of paychecks that we can sort of mm-hmm. hang in tight and just like, wait and see what happens. But my heart's definitely go out to those people who are... Uh, who are not in that situation. But to me, it was also interesting because I grew up, like it's a lot of it is just very familiar situation. Like in, in, instead of like, it's almost like kind of deja vu of some sort where mm. I, like I grew up, you know, being like a kid who would stand in line to buy food and like empty shelves yeah. were normal. It was normal to see like your parents leave for like hours to go shopping and be like, we don't know what we're going to bring back home. 
Mm. And it's always like, what were they able to find at the store? And sort of the sense of dread and doom was also like a motif in my childhood. So (laughs) in many ways, it is is like a shocking repetition on a global scale of something that I'm already familiar with. And that's why I think I'm like not losing my mind. um, Mm. And I'm not, I don't think being anxious, well, for one reason is because we are sort of prepared. But two is because I feel like it's it's a familiar, it's a familiar heightened, you know, like life now, like 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 a circumstance, which I I feel like I have the tools even more as an adult to so far as of today to like you know deal with. Um, yeah. Even though I do read all the news and because <laughs> I'm trying to find more information and. There's no information, really. There's a lot of information, but there's no information. Right. There's a lot of speculation. A lot of because you know you'll see some things that say this could last eighteen months. Oh my god. Right. Um, and it's you know, unimaginable. It's unimaginable. And the thing is, people who are you know poor and unprepared also and don't have chances. Right. Like they don't have an opportunity to like even like go to do like a you know gig economy job for some reason Mm -hmm. like what's going to happen when their kids are hungry and they haven't eaten for two days and what are they going to do and how is that not to progress into violent acts i mean there's certain things that is just going to happen as society is slowly collapsing for the time being that i think we should all just be soberly prepared for and whatever that means and uh, I'm going to start shooting BB gun as a practice and see what happens. Like, I don't, you know, I, I definitely, I definitely like feel bummed that I don't know, like basic survival things like giving CPR or driving stick mm. shift or things like that, that I think might come in handy during this expanding apocalypse situation. I did see a study going around yesterday that said that in times of crisis, uh, contrary to what movies and television have us believe, that in times of crisis, people do come together uh, and help each other rather than hurt each other. Obviously, we've never experienced <laughs> uh, the kind of crisis that you, that everyone's minds are probably going to, but... You know, I'm trying to stay optimistic. Same. I'm I'm hoping the AMC movie theaters make it through this. Uh-huh. What's, um, what's so the deal with them s- right now? Well, so all movie theaters yeah. in LA and in most parts of the country are closed. All of them, uh, yeah. Megan's dad sent me an article today. Just me. Uh, Shout out to <laughs> Albert? How do you know Megan's dad's because name and you don't know my Facebook. mom's name? Because he friended <laughs> me on Facebook. And That's I let anybody nice. me, friend me on Facebook. Like, that, my thing is that, like, I didn't have any friends. And then I made right. it, like, sort of available to people to, like... And so, like, if they friend me, I just take them in. Like, I have no reasons <laughs> to not let them into my life. Especially That's now nice. when That's we beautiful. all should unite, you know? Right. United, we stand. Make everybody everyone else's Facebook friend. We all yes. have a, lo- a lot of lonely parents at home that are looking for, <laughs> oh, for solace in 20-something. So, so what's Albert's That's, thing? What did he say? That the AMC movie theaters were already um, operating at a loss before this happened. And now that they're closed, that they might not survive to the other side of this uh, pandemic, which 
would be a real bummer because I I like going to the movies. I, I was going to I the know. movies almost up until they closed. I mean, the kind of exciting thing that I've thought about though is that like if all these AMC shut down, then like we all should just buy a movie theater. Like direct to video should have their own movie theater to do their own movies and make up their own movies. That's true. Fado will be Former an angel guest. investor. Drew, let's buy a movie theater. Why not? I mean, we're all going to need new jobs when this ends. Absolutely. So. My job as a writer is very easy to do from home, <laughs> but it's also non-essential. But I also feel like there will be a lot of need for entertainment, like more as we come on on the other side. Yeah. Well, so... People are going to run out of stuff to watch on Netflix. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> we're about to run out of content quick. Yeah. Are you guys touching your faces? Um, just generally throughout all this? Somewhat, not a lot. I'm washing my hands a lot. Like I'm washing my hands way more than I normally do. Like my hygiene is not like exemplarily usually. Like I'm like, whatever. (laughs) I like have dogs. I like play with dogs. You know, there's like a handle ball, like a tennis ball and stuff like that. But, um, but I've been washing my hands a lot. What about you guys? For me, I, 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 we've been, we have a video on as recording. I've been fucking touching my face the whole time. When I'm outside or anywhere else, I don't. And Maybe then that's I what come it home, is. Wash my hands. When I'm jogging, if I get sweaty, it's like you know, you just wipe your face on your shirt, all that kind of yes. stuff. But when I'm at home, I'm like, I'm pretty much constantly washing my hands all the time. I don't care if I'm gonna just like sit here and touch my face. Sure. Yeah. If I feel like my hands are not kosher right now, I'm probably <laughs> not gonna touch my face. What about you, Stephen? Touching? I, I can see, as you were touching yeah. your. Face. I've been touching my face the whole time we've been <laughs> recording, but also probably I'm touching my face most of the time that I'm out doing deliveries too. Yeah. Well, some- I'm, I mean, like I'm trying to uh, do best practices out there, but I'm probably fucking it up on a hourly basis. If y'all see a Seth Rogen looking man delivering <laughs> your groceries, he probably was touching his face. That's the only information. The best thing that I have and I, I like when I'm out I wear my glasses and I feel like and you know, Stephen wears his glasses all the time. Like to me that's my saving grace is like just touching my glasses, just using the back of my hand to touch my glasses because that like is the equipment I'm like this is the closest I can get to touching my face and nothing's bad's gonna happen. And it, f- it like fills that void. Of well, the same to masks touch. are helping for that very reason, right? Because mm. you're less my nose itching, but you're a lot less likely <laughs> to touch your face because the mask is on it. So you'll touch the mask or something like that. My boss, to, when I left work yesterday, just gave me a bunch of surgical masks just to have. I also have some N95s at home. We randomly had mm. them from years ago. I do as well because I I was taking an EMT course before everything shut down and my boss gave me a giant like bag of like EMT supplies. So technically we are like set medically if something were to go wrong. <laughs> I've got all that shit. All right. Well, so so far this has been a really like fun upbeat episode. <laughs> but this is not just an episode about the coronavirus, is it? Right, because Mostly because everybody knows about the coronavirus. It's very popular. It's uh, it's it's stopping the news all over the it place. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't really fit the premise of the show because well, everyone loves it. Well, but you know what does though? Like being quarantined, there's some things sure. that I find are lovely in it. Mm. Like what I noticed, like I love the quiet space that I'm able to find without the fear of missing out where I can focus on my writing and can do Mm. workout from home. Who knew you could be just fine working out from home and get sore AF, which I have (laughs) been, you know, I really didn't know. Like I thought I needed a class, but 
it was very hard for me to give up my hot yoga, but it was fine for me to find like that I can work out. Do you just so turn nice. the heat up in the house really high? I no, I I do like on the floor, uh, like I put like a little heater blowing at me, and so mm. like it just adds a little bit of temperature. Not but bad. I've been doing like you know all kinds of things, like like on, online. There's a lot of apps online that are offering at least a week, if not a month, for free. So you could mm-hmm. just do a lot of really nice classes, guys. Try them. <laughs> so that's been well, nice. Then let's let's use this opportunity to kind of get back to the root of this show and talk about some things that our listeners could shut up and love during this quarantine. Why don't you start, Stephen? Sure. Um, so as Megan mentioned, you know, if this goes on long enough, we may run out of content to watch. I don't think we're quite there yet. Uh, I have been watching a uh, a very popular uh, anime television series um, that I'm sure people have heard of, but maybe haven't checked out because anime has a reputation uh, among people our age. Um, but it's called One Piece, and it's about a... Uh, group of uh friends who come together to become pirates and uh search uh the seas for a mythical piece of treasure called the one piece but the main reason that i recommend people shut up and love it is because there's almost a thousand episodes of it wow (laughs) yeah uh so first episode date it says 1999 and it has been airing almost weekly uh ever since how wow. far are you? I'm not very far at all. I'm only on, I think, like episode 36. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> how, how is it animation, right? Like it's not easy yeah. to crank it out fast, or is it? You know, I it Japanese animation is such an industry uh, that they must, it must be uh surprisingly easy it's probably you know i doubt much of it is actually hand-drawn probably a lot of it is computer assisted like i imagine most animation is these days most 2d animation um but it it looks fun i i i'd heard of the show it you know it came out in 1999 like you said i've never watched it before even though in 1999 i definitely was watching things like dragon ball z and pokemon I don't know why I never watched One Piece before, but it's uh it's it's slightly more mature. It's not it's not for like little kids. Um the content is a little above that. It's probably I saw for, some like, preteens boobs pre-teens. just now. Yeah. Oh well that I'm <laughs> that's why I'm always hesitant to recommend any kind of anime because almost every anime has a character who's a total pervert who's obsessed with boobs. And I don't know why that is such a popular, uh, yeah, type. such a trope of the entire uh, form. I mm-hmm. don't know. Now I have an I have a question for you as someone who's walked through the room while you're watching mm-hmm. it. You're watching it original with subs. Yeah, I'm watching it with the English subtitles. Do you uh, re- is that what's been recommended, or did you not like the dub? Or I so when the show first started. Um, airing in the U.S., it was brought over here by a company called Four Kids Entertainment, and they're the same company that was uh, that brought Pokemon, the TV show, over here. And 
it's in the name for kids. Uh, so they <laughs> they do a lot of changes to not just the dialogue, but also they will change the visuals. They will like add things. You know, these are, this is about pirates, so people carry guns. And for kids, for their English dub, they would paint over the guns with other objects. Mm. Um, and so I just don't know if the dubs that I've seen around are that dub. Or there's a newer English dub that was made by Funimation, uh, which is not as uh, messed with. But I just don't know which dub is available so i'm i'm going with the subs just to be safe to get the you know the the authentic experience <laughs> great megan what about you do you have anything that's been keeping you afloat your mental state yeah so this is something i started doing before uh we were all quarantined but this mm -hmm. is something i would recommend to people to do you know while you're quarantined it's a great thing is learn a language um i started learning french in 2017 um, and it's ended up becoming something I was really obsessed with, and I and I do pretty <laughs> obsessively. Everything you just said in French. <laughs> no, I would be too embarrassed for how bad it would sound. Uh, <laughs> but there's so many great like uh, ways to access language learning uh, right now. I think more than everyone knows, kind of like Duolingo as the very like basic like app that you can get, and and that's that's fine for kind of the basics. But there's so much stuff like what I use uh, the most often. There's a website called italki, which it's online tutoring, and you it's online Skype tutoring with like anyone in the world, and pretty much for any price at any time. Like I've been working with the same tutor who lives in Haiti for you know almost two years, and you know lessons cost about a dollar an hour, ten dollars an hour. So like you can find stuff that's like like professional, like you know, or are they just like a person? Like what? what is it, their... it ranges. Like definitely, mm -hmm. if you're paying less, like they're not certified teachers like the 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 haitian um uh professor that i have arc b like he's a student he's a he learns he's a linguistic student but so he doesn't have like really official like certification but you know he has we work on worksheets sometimes and like we'll do like activities but then sometimes we'll also just like talk for an hour where it's just like you know something's going on in our lives and we just need to talk about stuff and then it's an opportunity for me to and speak. a lot is going on these days <laughs> yeah, <so>. exactly <laughs> talking a um, lot and also it's kind of fun because he doesn't really speak english so it's a great opportunity for just to speak french so like nice. i don't know i i would i recommend people just like learn a language because it's something that it's very ongoing it's something that doesn't really end like no matter how good you get you're still like figuring stuff out and you can then once you like get down the basics like i listen to tons of podcasts in french like that's my favorite thing where i'll wow. just like spend hours like playing stupid games on my phone but i'm just like listening to news or culture i read books in french and so like you just you get there's a few around the house your yep. house when i come by mm -hmm. when we used to do there's improv there's so much to access once you learn another language. Like I, I'm really interested in Africa and there was so many countries I did not know a lot about because I didn't speak French. And now I can learn so much about those places because you can access their news. Yeah. So there's, I recommend that shut up and love languages, man. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And for me, I just, you know, mentioned exercising at home 
It's you know an opportunity to meditate daily and connect to the quiet place in your heart, not to be mixed with a movie, a quiet place. Right. But well, the now qu- that that movie's been <laughs> delayed, you need to find a different quiet place. Yeah, um, and you know, and it's spend a lot of time with your dogs. You know, like the dogs mm. and the animals and the cats. I'm sure, like they're all just stoked. That how yeah. how are your animals reacting to you and Jay's constant presence in, Great. in the home? They're now? into yeah. it. Like they're very social. So like they're super into it. The dogs have the backyard when they can still do their tricks and then they go on family walks with us. So they get a lot of attention. There's constant like influx of treats happening back and forth because it's just <laughs> FaceTime equals treats. Shark is learning a new trick. Um he's you know, he's I'm teaching him how to sit and lift his paws. Uh, but uh, it's a slow process, but he did learn how to roll to the right and roll to the left quickly. Mm. Uh, yeah, so he's doing great rollovers. And, you know, it was his time to start becoming a therapy dog. And the weekend when it all went down was his first right. senior visit scheduled. And, of course, we didn't want to kill any seniors, so we, you know, canceled that. But... Um, you know, you th- could have just sent him with an with like a note on his collar and just <laughs> exactly. said, "There you go, spoon, uh, shark." But I think he could still carry a couple of viruses on him, don't you think? Probably, probably, because he we wears don't. a full suit when he goes out, so mm-hmm. the virus just stays on his suit. That's true, mm-hmm. the suit, and you know, and so those were like really, those are the great things, and like I am able to write, exercise, spend time with my dogs and my boyfriend, which is basically my favorite things to do. The one thing I miss is like. You know, the feeling of the world not falling apart. Like, I miss that feeling of just an illusion of safety, I guess. Right? Because there's no safety. Right. It's definitely an illusion. Right. But it was like... But you feel it. But you feel... Yeah. Now it's just there. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's struggling with the sense of doom and finding the ways to deal with it. And, you know, improv. Like, I I miss Mm. not seeing... Yeah, like, I, you know, I miss I miss doing a prof with direct to video or going to see a show that my friend Chad does or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are probably in a bad place because that's been their ways to socialize and to self-realize. And it's it's really hard on people, I imagine, to miss out on that. Yeah, I mean, we're all pretty lucky because we are quarantining with, you know, people that we love. Mm-hmm. I don't know... If like, if I lived by myself or if I lived with roommates that I don't really yeah. like that much, I I don't know. I don't. We know. could call up Andrew and ask him what that's like. <laughs> yeah, uh, my brother. Do you guys see Andrew? Yeah. Uh, does he come over? He pretty much comes yeah, over every night. Over. We've we've decided Probably more than he should. But. He, he's part of our quarantine. We figured like if we're the three people we interact with. Yeah. I was gonna ask if there's anything that you think you might try in mm-hmm. the next few days anything that like you're considering i uh, xbox has this service called the game pass where you pay a subscription fee and they you get access to almost like a hundred games that you can play for free and i was scrolling through there and i saw a new game today called i think it's called ashes cricket Hmm. Uh, and I guess it's a cricket video game. 
Mm. I'm so, afraid of cricket, so that would not work for me. Mm-hmm. Not the bug, Sasha. The sport. <gasps> the sport. <laughs> well, I saw a giant cricket on the road when I was walking the dogs this morning, so it's oh, in geez. my head. So uh, I might try that because awesome. you know we re- we recently learned about cricket, and uh, <sighs> so I wonder what a cricket video game is like. Yeah. What about you, Megan? You got anything? In As the you had mentioned, like there's a lot of sites that are offering like 30 days free, all that kind of like all that free stuff. Um, so the website slash streaming platform Shutter is offering a 30 days free. They normally just do a week, uh, and that's a horror streaming platform. Um, so we're gonna download Shutter when you know get those 30 days to watch all these like cool horror movies. They have like um, Demons, which is like a, a Giallo horror films from like the 80s, and then there's a couple of like horror comedies. There just looks look through. There's a lot of cool stuff like Humanoids from the Deep. You know, we're big horror fans, so I'm excited to, you know, pull the trigger and check out that stuff. Great. Past guest Sean Sean Kearney. Sean Kearney. Who's that? (laughs) He's a Kearney in some ways, if you think about it. Uh, Sean Kearney is a big user of Shudder. Yeah. Catch up with us in the middle of all this disaster. We're planning on being with you all through this. (laughs) We're, We're not abandoning you yet. Should we do some predictions for COVID? How long is it going to take or anything like that? Sure. Yeah. You have any ideas? Um, thinking about it. Well, I think it's going to change the world forever, but like in some sense, sort of the 9-11 did, you know, like mm-hmm. some things will never be the same. Like maybe handshakes go out of fashion. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think the way that this country, the United States works will change at all? Because... We're going to rent is due soon, right? The end of the month is coming up. People haven't been working for weeks. There, Do you think the government is going to expand the social safety net in any way? Or do you think that their non-action is just going to lead to a lot of people dying, not just of the virus, but of exposure to the elements and they will have to they will have to keep expanding i mean part of it is this because trump wants to be reelected, and this is his biggest enemy is you know covid 19 and so i i think they will continue expanding because it's not in society's interest like it's not in government's interest to see the society completely collapse and fall apart and like the robberies and murders to go like through the roof like i i think i think they will continue doing something like whether it's going to be enough or not, probably not enough, but they will right. try to do something. That is my prediction. But um, it's easily the quarantine, a version of the quarantine, I feel like it's easily going to take us through the end of summer, a version of it. Like it might ease up a little bit in a few, like a month or two in sort of the restrictions, like how severe the restrictions are. But mm-hmm. um, more or less, the quarantine is going to continue for quite a while. Wow. What any, are your predictions? Any bold predictions of something uh, any news stories you think are going to happen before the next time we record an episode i think melania trump will be diagnosed with covid19 mm-hmm. but that's not a big deal she's gonna make it right but i just that's my prediction for a news story we're gonna see in the next week melania okay. trump covid19 um i watched recently uh world war z like two days mm. ago and so there is a character that says people have bad, like humans have bad capability of 
imagining like what's the next thing like we kind of like only believe what we see and it's very hard for us to be like well it can be a lot worse and we need to prepare for that and so that disbelief that it will get a lot worse is stopping people from being careful like they talk yeah. about the world was z the zombie movie but it's really applying perfectly to the current situation i think well, I will say that you and Albert will make great friends because last time I spoke with him, he couldn't wait to rewatch World War Z. Mel Brooks's son wrote the book that that movie is based on. Uh, right. And and I he, read the book. He made a he just made a video with his dad last week about how you got to stay away from your elderly. Oh, relatives. he did. I got to check it out. That sounds <laughs> yeah, awesome. You, Check, it's probably if you type in Max and Mel Brooks quarantine, mm-hmm. you can probably find it. But yeah, it's just Mel Brooks on the other side of a glass door, uh, essentially telling his son to go away. Well, go away for now. Anything else we want to say to wrap this baby up? We love you all. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, 2020. Well, thank you, Andrew Hayworth, for music. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for her album artwork. Thank you, Jay Hunter, for production support. Thank you, uh, Zoom, for uh, video. <laughs> thank you, Carlton, for your videos. And uh, thank, thank you, you for, for listening. listening. I hope that syncs up. <laughs> <laughs>